Welcome to the Review Crew. With Fran and Emma. What's up, listeners? It's your co-host, Fran Baker, baby mom, millennial, co-host of this podcast, The Review Crew. And it's Emma, the other co-host, aspiring minimalist, aspiring parent, lover of days off. Mm. I was kind of hoping you were just going to say lover. Lover. Also, yeah, let's leave it at that. Lover. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm excited to catch up with you, though, because I feel like we haven't talked in a while. It's true. It's true. And also... Guess what, reviewers? It's the COVID episode. Oh, shit. I almost forgot. <laughs> Your co-host, Fran, got COVID. Nar, um, so nar. that sucks. And I'll just blame anything that I say that's weird on that, even though I actually am really fortunate and I feel mostly fine. I also had a moment because the f- when you first told me that you had COVID, I was like, damn, that sucks. She got it again. And then like only later realized that this is actually your first time. Right? Mm-hmm. I know in the year of our Lord 2022 I was really hoping that I would just like never get it in my life somehow yeah um, like some people have like the gene they think that like doesn't you don't have any symptoms or whatever ugh. yeah that'd be lucky, nice lucky people must be nice yeah although I mean like as far as things go like I basically my symptoms are very minimal I'm like slightly stuffed up my throat is a little bit weird so I'm gonna be sipping tea through this pod um but otherwise I feel pretty good like honestly it was like really fortunate that I sort of had random anxiety and decided to test yesterday before I went into work because like I basically woke up and like I've had on and off allergies for like months which you know every time throws me into like a crazy spiral of do I have COVID and then I test a bunch and it's all been negative so I woke up my throat was like a little bit scratchy maybe a tiny bit scratchier than normally with allergies um and I was like, my dad, who is immunocompromised, was supposed to come over yesterday to babysit for me. So I was like, literally moments before I was about to leave for work, I was like, you know, I'm just going to test really quick. I'll just bring my test with me because, um, like, they say not to move it, but I'm sure it's fine. And also, like, I'm sure I don't have COVID. And then it was immediately just, like, dark line, definitely yeah. have COVID. And I was like, yeah. dang. Yeah, dude, that's how it was for us, too, though, like, of it being just immediately the second mm-hmm. line. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, that that's sucks, what my though. Said. Yeah, not stoked, not stoked. How are you? I'm good. Sorry, I'm yawning again in this episode. Um, I'm good. It's Saturday. I so far woke up. What did I do? I went on a walk to Greenwood Cemetery. We mm. love Greenwood Cemetery. I called my my dad because I missed a call from him a while ago, and went to Starbies. And oh, Adrian, yeah. my king, picked up um, a fertility prescription for me wow. at the pharmacy. Okay, so everything's go good. King. I know king behavior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I heard that behavior. phrase on TikTok, and I do love it. I I love that too. I love the drama of referring to anything positive as being the work of a king or queen. Yeah, um, I do too. I also really liked I saw a thing that was like for our non-binary friends of using my liege as the gender mm. neutral and I'm a huge fan of calling people my liege. That's awesome. <laughs> Although liege behavior doesn't have the same. No, because liege yeah. it's a weird it's a weird sound. So if anybody yeah. has other good royal non-gendered royalty recs, go ahead and like send us send us an email fran and emma pod at gmail.com <laughs> i was gonna say know. the email too <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah we gotta we gotta be dropping the email we gotta be dropping the email guys we've gotten two emails at this point and one of them was from fran's sister so and one of them was send. from my husband <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so we've gotten three i think but still <laughs> we would love we love the email so keep them coming mm-hmm, keep them coming and which isn't to say that anyone any other members of my family that are listening should not email us like we still respect and love those emails yeah um but just it would also be cool for non-family members to participate in the pod. <laughs> but speaking of which, we did actually have some replies. Um, so if you want to just like open up your mailbag, I'm going to call the replies also mailbag because yeah. I just want to have stuff in it. So if you want to just like open up your beautiful leather vintage mailbag, um, 
we can go ahead and check those out. Yeah, let's do it. I'm opening it and it smells like leather. Yep, and it's it's chock full of two different replies hmm. that I don't think we addressed. Um, we had another fucking shrimpy loco shout out. <laughs> Still nailing it. Um, we had asked, what's the most annoying thing a nurse has ever said to you on a mm-hmm. Spotify question recently? And Shrimpy said that nurses have actually been pretty good to them, but that a doctor once threw a Bible at their mom and also told uh, told her that Shrimpy needs bedside manners after breaking their leg in six places. Um, so that seems uncool, I would say, of doctors. <laughs> Thank you for yeah, sharing. Very bad. Shrimpy Loco, zero out of ten to anyone throwing a Bible at you, really, doctor or not. Maybe negative five out of ten for a doctor who you would think would would not throw objects at patients. That seems sort of like a bad, bad move. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. And then we also, tips for getting out of the pit of despair, we had a sweet reply from our friend of the pod, Jill, um who says not sure but if anyone has a good answer for this let me know (laughs) yeah i loved that we do need get those wrecks like if anyone has a wreck (laughs) yeah if anyone has a wreck for that like please please help us um yeah yeah but i do i just Mm want to do a quick personal update which is um for those of anyone who like remembers from a few episodes ago when i was like crying all the time and like couldn't stop crying mm-hmm. honestly i've gotten out of that pit of despair i'm i'm climbing my way out i have not been crying lately. wow yeah That's and i powerful. think it's from going back to work so shout out to um workplaces do you want to do a quick spontaneous <laughs> review of going back to work as a concept yeah, I gotta say, this is like so shitty to say. <laughs> but like honestly, working has been super good for my mental health. And that sucks because it just sucks. But it's honestly thank you work. Thank you, workplace that I will not name because I'm terrified that they will find out about this podcast. <laughs> but it's been great uh to be back at work. I, I wouldn't say great, but it's been honestly very good for my mental health. What would you say then? Is that like a seven out of ten to be back Going at back work? Going back to work. Yeah, 7.5. Ooh, 7.5. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That is pretty, pretty good. It's just like having the schedule, you know, having the schedule. Yeah. Getting up in the morning, doing your thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Routines are definitely, definitely critical. Yeah, for sure. Um, You know, something that I find that helps bring me out of the darkness, Um, if I were to do a quick quote. So, you know, I'm... I'm fully I'm in I'm in my COVID mind right now and that like I'm remembering all the now that I have it I'm like remembering back to all the COVID fears I've had in the past all the moments of the pandemic and I was remembering something that brought me a lot of joy Mm. um which was you know those charts they had for like how to wash your hands it was just step by step (laughs) yeah and then everyone putting quotes on them that were different things you could say instead of all those steps dude I fucking loved those memes. The hand washing memes those? to me. Loved that. <laughs> loved that. But specifically, mostly I loved the one that has the fear is the mind killer quote from Dune on it. That was a 10 oh, out of 10 God. for me. I printed that out and put it up in my workplace when I saw that in the early pandemic. Wait, that's really cute because I've seen those everywhere, obviously, and including in my workplace. I feel like we just had different lyrics of songs and I never found it cute and was just like, what is this <laughs> you really need the dune quote because the dune quote was perfect um because it is about you know fear is a mind killer and like I, I don't actually remember the quote i meant to um look it up before this um but i forgot but it's the whole thing about sort of moving through your fear and then like moving past it which is also then a perfect like med- tiny meditation to do while you're washing your hands terrified that you're just spreading or receiving covid at all times <laughs> Um, and also, I just want to say really quickly, um, I would say Dune in general, 8 out of 10. I'm okay. a big fan. Also, a little too much political stuff, a little bit too much world building, I gotta be honest. I only read the first one. Um, and also, the 80s movie version of Dune is baffling and fucking nuts, which is like kind of good, kind of terrible. Um, yeah, 8 out of 10 for Dune. 
Okay, cool. Haven't seen it. Can't comment on it. You know I'm not about that fantasy life. You haven't watched the new one even? It has Timothée Chalamet. I felt like you would watch that for that. <laughs> I go off reviews and I'm pretty sure the reviews on that one were like in the 80s, low 80s, something like that. I like that that is bad low. to you. Your relationship to reviews and Rotten Tomatoes to me is deeply fascinating. I have, it's, no, I understand it. It's close to my heart and I'd like to tell everyone listening, if you're seeing a movie and you're checking Rotten Tomatoes, and the score is below 90%, it's gonna be a bad movie, guys. It's a bad movie. If it's 90, it's gotta be higher than 90 to be a good movie. I'm sorry. Yeah, but then sometimes it's higher than 90 and it's still not a good movie, as you discovered with Marcel the Shell. That's true. But if it, if, if the ratings are below 90, you're, you're going in knowing it's a bad movie to, to begin with. But can't you sometimes enjoy a movie even if it's like campy or bad? Like I enjoy oh, yeah, a campy sure. movie. Like we actually have a plan to watch um, Twilight, which we've never seen over here because Ooh. we thought that'd be a fun like Halloween little fun watch. So yeah, you can for sure, you can know it, especially if you know it's going to be bad going in. You're just like watching it for the lulls. Totally. But that's different than being like, yeah, I checked. This movie has an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes or like a 79 and like I'm still going to like spend my time and like invest you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, kind of the worst place to be at would be in, like, the high 70s, low 80s. I don't know, because that sounds to me like a lot of people still like it is actually, I think, what that means. Um, I don't know, girl. Well, you know what? I'm really looking forward to, at some point, having, like, a Rotten Tomatoes-related segment, which is, like, pitting our re- our reviews versus mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes. I think that's something we should bring up at some point. We should. And I just want to preview. I have multiple theater reviews for you this week. I had a real theater-heavy week, which is exciting. In the theater. Excellent. Um, I'm also really looking forward to your review of the Twilight movie when you see it, because I have yeah. seen it. Oh, you have? Nice. I will withhold my review until Wait, you have seen it. T- at least tell me, is it entertaining? In parts. Okay. The first one, <laughs> The first one, definitely. I feel like the first one is worth watching for being really bad. Um, I think I watched maybe the second and third ones too, um, but I don't think I really watched them because I think I had to fall asleep like immediately to be able to <laughs> make it through the movie. <laughs> but um, the first one was pretty funny. That okay, I'm glad. I want it to be funny. I want it to be silly and Halloweeny, and we love Kristen Stewart, and we love who's the guy? Uh, um, Cedric Diggory, I believe is Cedric his Dillard. name. <laughs> Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. I was like Edward Cullen, but I'm like that's definitely just the character. (laughs) He Uh, will like forever be Cedric Diggory in my mind and my heart. He's great. Yeah, seems like it. What's that? You watched that movie with like the Adam? Not Adam. The one with like the brothers. Okay, the brothers made it, and he's the Shafty Safty brothers. Okay, wait. <laughs> no, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about at okay, all. He's he's in it. He's running through New York City. He's wearing a red jumpsuit kind of a thing. He's running not, around. I don't know what you're talking about at brother. all. Oh my god, okay. This is killing me. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> People listening are screaming. They know the name of this. It's it's Cedric Diggory. He's running through New York. Okay, whatever. Is there's a crime? We'll look it up. We'll have it's to a great movie, honestly. I recommend whatever that is. I, I truly feel okay because, like, so here's a little little peek behind the curtain, peek behind the screen, reviewers. Um, because we record this through the internet on our phones, I cannot open a new tab on my phone. Yeah, we've tried and um, we failed. So there's a lot of times I'm like, I should fact check this or look it up really quick while Emma's going on about it because I <laughs> have the time and we would like all like to know. But actually, impossible. Um, at some point, I'll remember impossible. to have my laptop next to me and we can do a little, <laughs> we can maybe do some more research. I could also just like ask Adrian, like he, he's really good at remembering movies. He no, definitely that's cheating. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Cheating. Anyways. It's... All right. Well, do you want to slide into a, a theater one? Did you have one you wanted yeah, to do? Yeah, we should have a theater theme song of like, welcome to Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that you're you have a firm belief that everything should have a theme song and I'm here for it. I'm not good at coming up with them, but you do a great job. Thank you. This goes back to my childhood, fifth grade, around fifth grade. My friend Jessa and I always making up songs. We had a great time. Shout out Jessa. Wish she was a listener. It's been haven't, haven't seen her in a long time. <laughs> but you Jill never knows know. who I'm talking about. Jill knows who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, anyway. Um, Jessa, if you're listening, let's reconnect. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> what was I saying? Theater reviews. Okay, so my mom was in town, and we went and saw The Music Man on Broadway on Tuesday, starring mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman, starring Sutton Foster. Mm. Um, can I just say, okay, I take Rotten Tomatoes is accurate for movie reviews overall, but New York Times. You're failing me on the theater reviews because the, York, the failing New York Times said, <laughs> Infamously. said that the music man was not good, kind of gave it a bad review. It's not that it said it was not good. It said like Hugh Jackman's performance was like too subtle and the whole thing just like didn't really work. Hmm. I don't know what they were talking about. The show Ooh. was so wholesome. It was so fun. It was, I had, they had no flaws. Like, it's a very wholesome, beautiful, fun show. Wow, that sounds lovely. Oh, so, have you seen The Music Man, like, the movie or anything? Um, does it have, is it like, there's a, it's old. He's a teacher of music. No. Oh, well, well, he comes into town. It's like a traveling salesperson. Oh, he comes the, into town. I feel like maybe I watched this once when I was like 12, clearly not remembering a lot. He gets everyone to like, start playing an instrument but actually he's kind of like a swindler and is like he doesn't actually know how to conduct okay things. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. just this, trying to sell things yeah that sounds vaguely familiar but yeah so that was cute that was funny we got to see hugh jackman get into his car afterwards um he was mobbed by people my mom Ooh. threw herself into oncoming traffic to try to get a snap of hugh jackman was she successful she got a snap of the back of his head pretty close well then it was um, worth it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah go um, amy so that was great and then, um what do what do you rate the music man uh music man okay uh i give it an eight out of ten mm-hmm. not bad not bad at all it's a good musical it's just if for, if if it were going to be a 10 for me it would have to be a little bit more like serious a little bit more touching on you know mm. serious you should be shedding a tear as well yeah. as laughing yeah there are no tears to be shed here it's all lighthearted and fun which is mm-hmm. a great theater experience Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of lighthearted and fun, um, but actually is kind of taking itself too seriously, I did watch The Rings of Power um, over this last couple weeks, which is the, the, the it's the <laughs> <laughs> Amazon Lord of the Rings series. Um, so I know you're not interested in this at all, but for all of our <laughs> sweet fantasy nerd listeners... Um, I feel like if you're a fantasy nerd, you'll probably love it. And you should definitely watch it. Um, but I'm going to honestly, it's like a 6 out of 10, 7 out of 10 show for me. Um, it felt very sort of canned fantasy. Um, I felt like Galadriel was a little too teen emotions, like for someone that's supposed to be hundreds of years old. <laughs> um, and... Why did all, why were all the elves' hairs like that? Why was their hair like that? Somebody respond. Tell me about why their hair was like that. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> but overall, if you want to see people um, wearing robes, if you want to see orcs, you want to see swords, hmm. um, the occasional large tree or a <laughs> mine, I mean, check it out. Check it out. <laughs> Fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was Fun. a good time. It was a good time. That's awesome. You're like, <laughs> Sorry, I have absolutely no nothing to say to that. I have nothing to say about that. Were the trees alive? Were they walking about? No, honestly, that's one of the Lord of the Rings' like biggest flaws. Is yeah. actually the Ents are not the main characters, which they 100% should be. Um, even though those scenes are a little bit boring in the Lord of the Rings movies. Um, basically until the big end battle. If Honestly, if someone here is worried that I'm spoiling Lord of the Rings trilogy, just get over yourself. It's so old. No one is worried about that, I feel like. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, Ents are really cool. I would really love a little more exploration of the Ent wives. Somebody tell me, where did they go? Why are they lost? Um, yeah. Love, love the idea of a talking tree. There's nothing more I would love than to sit in a tree that would walk around. That's that's a huge fantasy. That is the opposite of my feeling. When I saw the talking trees and the walking trees, I was just like, can we please not? <laughs> wow. That's too far. That is a bridge too far for me. So you rate the majesty of nature a zero out of ten is what I'm hearing. No, I'm nature amazing when it's all fake. Zero out of ten. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh well 
That's fine. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I feel like we didn't really check in about your mood, though. So, like, you were saying you've got oh. COVID. What's your mood today? Well, well, well. Um, my mood is, it's, it's, um, it's fine. It's fine. I feel like I'm in a weird floaty place because, like, so, so far my symptoms have been um, very little, like, almost nothing, um, which is good. I like to not be at work, so I like that I'm not there. That's a bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, Sylvia's being really cute. Another bonus. But I found out now that I have given COVID to one person, mm-hmm. um, which sucks and feels like shit. Um, and we'll see because Steven and Sylvia are going to go get PCR tested this afternoon, and we'll see if they're sickies. And we'll also just see how much worse it gets. Like, it's like, a, yeah, I feel like I'm in a weird floating position of just, like, waiting to see if this gets bad or not. Um, so I would say having COVID is definitely um, sort of a zero out of ten experience um, mm-hmm. for people that are having a much worse case than mine or uh, have, like, not the ability to, like, stay home and take care of themselves, people who, like, are not as well-resourced as I am or having the health care that I have. I would imagine it's probably, and this is, like, a having COVID is a negative, in the negatives, under mm-hmm. under zero. But for me, as someone with many privileges, it's, like, a zero out of ten. <laughs> if it, I know everyone's different. Everyone's experiences with it is different. But if it makes you feel any better, mine, like, started off feeling really sick and then only improved from there. I didn't, like, get worse you know what I'm saying that's, so that's yeah. yeah I mean that's I mean that's kind of um I feel like that's been most people I know's experience which is like maybe it started mild for like like a day and then got significantly worse and then like they were slowly improving after that but my sister's experience with it she had it last February was like she felt like she just had allergies for like two days after she tested positive and then got a really bad cold after that oh interesting so we'll we'll see we'll be checking in the next time we record to see how I uh manage uh, that and I would say also as like a a side a side review related to having COVID Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to rate when your partner tells you about all the stuff that you can't do now that you have COVID when there's like a really cool outdoor event happening. He found out um, <laughs> what <laughs> event? happening the weekend that you get it and having um, someone list to you all of the bands that you love. They're playing at this free concert in a city near you outdoors on the weekend. You happen to get COVID after dodging it for multiple years. That's also a zero out of ten. That sucks. <laughs> Wait, which bands are playing? Um, I don't even remember now. I feel like it's like Amel and the Sniffers was playing. That was the first one he mentioned to me. I feel like Sheer Mag is going to be there. Like smaller bands. You know though, like... we love Sheer Mag. Adrian oh, loves Sheer Mag. Yeah, dude. And it's just like there. I forget who's hosting it, but in Oakland, there's just like a music festival, basically, that's going to happen this weekend, today, and tomorrow. And I'm like, well, great. That sucks, dude. Can I just cut it for a second? Oh, please. And say that the Sheer Mag concert that Adrian and I went to still wins out as the loudest concert I've ever been to. Like, it hurt. It hurt so bad. My ears. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a small room. And for it to be so loud, um, it was crazy. I actually had to leave at one point and then tried to come back. But anyway. Oh, okay. Wait, wait. Is, I want to. I want to. I want to stay in this zone for a second. Okay. Um, I would like to rate that, like, when music is too loud. Yeah. <laughs> concert. I would say, um, that's like a seven out of like maybe. Well, I mean, as my personal experience, I'm like that's kind of a five out of ten. Like, I get it. Yeah. It's cool. People go to the concerts for it to be loud, but I'm old and like I, I don't yeah. remember to bring earplugs. I don't remember. Okay, or like this, these small concerts that we sometimes go to where they're selling earplugs on the way in and then it's in a small room and it's like somehow like way louder than it would be at like a normal mm. like band that has a good fall, fo- like a big following. Mm-hmm. Like I truly don't get the logic of like, we're going to like hurt everyone's ears. So like okay, we well, were at least selling, they're selling earplugs. I mean, honestly, at least they're selling earplugs. Like, cause so basically the, the last time I like, tr- I forgot earplugs in deep. Well, no, I have a couple related <laughs> couple times I've done that. But one of the last times I went to a concert and really fucked up my ears was at this little, like a kind of, yeah, a small venue in Sacramento. 
um they did not have earplugs there and i forgot mine at home and it was like half an hour away so we were just like fuck well i guess we're screwed now and we saw fucking white fence um which is who is it? it's ty siegel and somebody hmm. or maybe i'm confusing i don't remember it, we saw ty siegel and I can't remember if he's part of White Fence or we saw him separately from White Fence. I don't remember, but it was like so fucking loud. It was so fucking loud. <laughs> and it was very cool. And my ears were ringing for so long afterwards. And I'm just like, why are you selling earplugs here? Because yeah. my my ears are deaf. Honestly, I respect your maturity for even like being willing to bring earplugs. Because I was also being resistant. I was like, I shouldn't have to wear or buy earplugs at a concert that I'm going to to listen to something you know what I'm saying right, so I was right. like resisting it but you're embracing it yeah more. I feel like Steven has said something about like music at a certain loudness you can like hear different things and then for mm. some reason the earplugs doesn't just ruin that I don't really know I don't get it it sounded made up to me um mm. But like I don't know, I would I would love to be able to start a movement, which is just like, what if the concerts are actually kind of quiet, or just like a <laughs> a loud but like not hurting volume? Like I feel like there's a lot of vol- there's a lot of space between like something that's like audible and something that's like blasting, hurting your ears. You mm-hmm. know, and like yeah, we can find true. a balance. That is deeply true. Um, Yeah, and also related to that, actually. Okay, so when Sylvia was a month old, Stephen and I did take her to an outdoor concert, um, which was, I don't know, an iffy decision, uh, I would say. (laughs) But it was free, and it was, like, my favorite person of all time, Perfume Genius, playing for free in San Francisco. Mm. Um, And it was, like, outdoors, and so we were just like, this is going to be fine. And so we thought that, like, we were going to, like, it was, like, an outdoor big venue. Um, It was at Stern Grove. And so we were, like, oh, we'll probably not sit super close. It'll be super nice. We met our couple, our friends there who live in San Francisco. Um, We went. And, like, the music was loud. But we were, like, okay, this is, like, fine. And then it was, like, and then it's right before he starts, like, Perfume Genius starts playing. It's just, like, they just fucking crank the bass where I'm just, like, my baby's here. Like, this Mm -hmm. is not... Is not good. And thank God for just having like extremely nice and thoughtful friends. Shout out to Jeanette and Marie, who I'm pretty sure don't listen to this. Um, <laughs> but Jeanette had brought sound canceling headphones and we just kind of held them onto Sylvia's tiny little head <laughs> um, so that she wouldn't get too bothered when the bass was like really bumping. Steven also then at various points sort of would go walk her um, farther away because it was like we basically just didn't expect to be able to sit in this spot that we had gotten. Mm. Um overall i think it was still worth going to and she seems to be able to hear just fine um so seeing yeah. perfume genius eight out of ten the it would have been a 10 out of 10 except for that i was um in crazy postpartum anxiety and having to uh worry about sylvia's tiny tiny ears oh it was so cute. cute though and we had a ton of fun great times nice but yeah, like it was plenty loud before they cranked it extra. Like the opener did not have the bass as loud as Perfume mm. Genius did. And it was just like, we don't need to know that. Hmm. I know. I don't like it. I love, we're being like the most old people about this, which honestly I really enjoy. Really, this whole podcast is about embracing older growing older. Like it's about, <laughs> it? it's about saving for your retirement. It's about it's about lowering the volume. What else is it about? I don't know. Those are only the two things I can think of. But yeah, um, getting enough sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Honestly, that is deeply true. All Not right, really well, drinking. This. this is my fa- This is my new my new thing. Is like I love abstaining from alcohol. Oh, that's not on my list. Okay, that's not my <laughs> style of aging. I will tell you that. That's I was fine. truly okay. <laughs> so um i'm you know basically so yesterday at work like i still got up for work in my normal time which is like 3 45 um damn and I, so, I was te- so i was testing uh covid testing at 4 30 and then i'm like oh i have covid and then i'm just like well now i'm awake and no one is even in my house gonna be awake for like two hours how many people who can i text right now that's awake because i'm bored and like i just had coffee um and then, so I found out I had COVID, and so then I'm hanging out with Sylvia all day. Like, Stephen Tess, he's fine, so he's like, I'm going to go to work, because then he can, like, 
he'll wear his N95 and he can prep for in case he gets COVID over the weekend so that he's not screwed for next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm home with Sylvia all day and I'm just like, it'd be so cool to just have a beer right now, but that's like not good. <laughs> but that's like the only thing I just kept thinking. I just kept looking at the fridge and I'm like, I'm just chilling and I don't have to be anywhere for days. Like what if I day drink a little bit? And I'm just like, that's crazy. And like not a thing that that's I really cute. ever do. Like even on my weekends, I like, I don't think I, I haven't had like a beer in the afternoon for like a very long time. But it was just like, I was just like, basically like, I'm on vacation now. I should be day drinking. And I'm just like, what's wrong with me? I have COVID. Like, my immune system needs to be good. That's really funny, though. I like that. <laughs> Not being able to day drink while you have COVID, I would say that that is, um, I don't know, a 2 out of 10 because it's like annoying, but it's actually, uh, we'll, we'll call it a 4 out of 10 because really not that bad. <laughs> nice. But a little disappointing. A little disappointing to not be able to live it up when you're homebound. Yeah, for real, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, I have another theater review. Can I do? Yes, please. I would like to review the off-Broadway show Kate, which is Kate <gasps> Berlant's one-woman Dude, show. I cannot wait to hear about this. I've been waiting to hear about this. Hell yeah, dude. This is the last week, and I also I think it closes like tomorrow or something, so mm. kind of a, not a great review for people. <laughs> I mean, in that if they're planning on seeing it, because they can't. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. it was a great show. It was a very, very, very good show. That's how I want to start it off. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm like, what else do I say about it? So you walk in um, and there's like all these interactive things. Like, did I tell you this already? That there's like, mm-hmm. she recreated like her supposedly her childhood living room. So there's like a beaten down like leather chair and like a TV and on the TV, like an old kind of TV set mm-hmm. on the TV set is like home videos of her as like a four year old, like doing stuff. And there's like, all of this like shit like like a full recreation of her living room <laughs> supposedly from her childhood home <laughs> and then like another installation was like a model of the moon exactly how it was on the day she was born in like 1987 and then there was like a line <laughs> an area of sand mm-hmm. and it was like sand taken from the Santa Monica Pier, like where like, she was born in Santa Monica, and like you were invited to like take off your shoes and like walk across the sand. Oh my god! <laughs> so Did anyways, you do it? <laughs> I didn't take off my shoes. No, I just looked at it and mm-hmm. laughed. And a lot of people came in and also laughed. Um, but anyway, so it was a funny interactive element, and then when the show actually started, she was just hilarious. Um, really good. I don't know what else to tell you about it. Um, was there a particular theme to her yeah. performance? So she was like parodying like a one woman show. She was like making fun of like acting basically mm. and like people like taking themselves super seriously on mm. the journey to like becoming a actor or whatever. Dude. Why is she so okay? So what what do you rate this? Okay, actually, I wanted to think about that mm. because I'm gonna give it a nine. I'm okay. gonna give it a nine out of ten. Yeah, That's I'm gonna give bad. it a nine. That's and it's so good. funny because I can't help but compare it to Jacqueline Novak's One Woman Show, Get on Your Knees, because they both have a podcast together, Pook, mm-hmm. which is amazing and inspired us to make this podcast. Whatever, like slightly. Would you say? Would you say that inspired us? I would say it was it was part of the inspiration. It was part of the inspiration. Part, part, part. But anyway, Jacqueline's was more like personal and real to life, whereas um, Kate's was more like she was doing this character. Mm-hmm. Um, but still was really cool. So they're very different. But anyway, yeah. was Jacqueline's a ten out of ten? I kind of feel like Jacqueline's was a ten out of ten. It Hell was yeah. like. It was, like, very insightful and very funny and, like, realistic. So you recently – so, like, I listened to Poog, their podcast that you recommended to me. Great podcast. Yeah. Um, but I had never actually watched any of Jacqueline Novak's stand-up, and you mm-hmm. sent me a YouTube video of some of it, and it was so fucking funny, and it makes yeah. me want to look up all of it. I might do that this weekend. 
she is really funny I wish she had like more stand-up yeah I, I need to explore that too because I feel like I couldn't find like that much mm-hmm. online I, I find it um really annoying that every show that you see live is not something that I can just immediately go watch a Netflix version of I find that really distasteful <laughs> right not being exactly. able to watch recorded versions of shows that my best friend is seeing live in person in New York City, I would rate that a 3 out of 10. Yeah, somebody – also, yeah, just give Jacqueline Novak, like, a television – like, a stand-up, like, a Netflix special. You yes. know what I'm saying? Give yes. her something. HBO. Let's get her on HBO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hobo. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, wish I had some more eloquent things to say about Kate the show but i just enjoyed it It was. how did you feel about um i I forget what it's called i feel like you'll remember um of the john early and kate berlant um like movie like feature that they did okay i was just talking to my friend ned about this shout out to ned um but it wasn't my favorite it was also i would say parts of it i thought were extremely funny and parts of it were weird although although i have a confession which is when we watched it we first we were confused and we thought we thought it was part of their show um but we had had like um it was like uh, there was like i don't know even how this got turned on on our streaming service but it was like the audio that they put on for people for like blind people who are watching something so it describes Uh, like kate walks into the room yes and i just like thought that that was like part of their (laughs) comedy that they were doing was having this weird narration so it did add a little bit of a weird vibe to it. So I don't feel like I have an accurate judgment. And when we realized it at the very end, and I was like, oh, my God, I have to like rewatch it now because I had this weird audio, like narration happening. And Steven was like, I'm not I'm not rewatching this whole thing. We're really not restarting. <laughs> we once had that on like Amazon or one of our Roku apps. It was doing the descriptive audio, and like mm-hmm. we could not get it to turn off. Well, that was for, the like, thing. So days. when it when it first happened, we like went to turn it off because we assumed that that's what it was, and we like couldn't figure out how to do it. So we we're like, well, they do like weird comedy, <laughs> so like this must just be like part of their narrative. And then it was when we turned on like a different show afterwards, and we were just like, Ugh. oh fuck. <laughs> well, I don't think it's really re-wa- worth rewatching. I love John Early. I love Caperland. It just wasn't. It was a little bit too silly for me, like the Beaver stuff is just not like I prefer I prefer when they're doing a character that's like a character you'd recognize from real life Mm. rather than like doing like more of an abstract like funny thing yeah I don't know I I'm trying to remember I think my favorite part of that show was when they were um it was like they were supposed to be like I think it was like after a show and like John Early was like looking in the mirror getting ready and Kate Berlant was being like very masculine in like a tank top and then rides off in a motorcycle at the end of like that <laughs> bit and that part was like fu- that was a 10 out of 10 sketch to me the whole the thing as a whole I would say was probably more of like a six or seven whereas yeah I'd normally rate stuff that I've seen them both in as like nines out of 10 yeah because they're both super funny mm-hmm um, did you watch Kate Berlant's new Hulu comedy special, Cinnamon in the Wind, or something like that? No, yeah. I did not. Well, you gotta check that out. That again, it's it's good. It's well, good. It's I especially cool. love. Uh-huh. I especially love. She has this bit about women should be allowed to steal cosmetics. I won't ruin the joke, but that was that's part of it. <laughs> and I really like that joke a lot. It's very good. But I think she says it in this one anyway. Yeah, well, I recommend that. Now that we're talking about things we're streaming, because I am hoping to, in this time of COVID for me, catch up on TV. Let me just say it for the millionth week in a row. I'm trying to catch up on my TV, everybody. <laughs> You're tired of hearing about it, but I am trying. Um, and that leads me, I really wanted to review the newest GBBO episode, Mexican Week. Did no, you no watch spoilers. It? No spoilers. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Sorry. Uh, I'm, uh... We're right, about so to just... watch. We're literally watching it today. I'm gonna re- 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 I'm actually planning to remake Madeline's. I literally have the eggs sitting out, ready yes. to warm, and then we're gonna watch GBBO. Okay, I love that for you. I will not ruin it <laughs> since it did just come out yesterday. Okay, I will good. not. I will not push this. But at some point, we will be reviewing Mexican Week. I want to say, I want to say, it is both worse and better 
than I expected. Adrian said there's memes about it, so I am very intrigued. I yeah, yeah. The some of the memes are good. I do feel like people are I'm not sure what people expected from the Great British Bake Off yeah. with Mexican Week. Um and I feel like people that are getting really upset about it, I want to understand and also feel like, well, yeah. Did you see <laughs> Japanese Week when they did that? Like, come on. <laughs> um we're not surprised it's like every time there's a flavor on that fucking show prue has to have a fit about it (laughs) um we love it we love to see it we love to make fun of elder white british people it's like a good hobby of ours in the home so we enjoyed it a lot I feel like a lot of, I feel like British people, not to make a generalization, but I am about to, are like saying that, like they use the word chili to describe like a lot of different spices. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll be like, this this has some chili in it and it's like got some like, I, I don't know. I feel like that I word not... can just mean a lot of different things. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I haven't really paid attention. I have, I have not noticed that if that is a thing. I kind of just made it up, so that might be not true. <laughs> uh, you may have. You may have made it up. I don't know. I, don't I, have, know. I, have, a, I have a TV review, though, that I must share. Oh, share it. Because I've been immersed in the world, guys, last week. <laughs> last week, I was immersed in the world of the act, mm. Munchausen show. This mm. week, I've been immersed in the world of Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Dude, I love that you just are constantly being in immer- being immersed in like <laughs> things that I, I why like so so terrible, <laughs> so terrifying, so scarifying. Very scarifying, but it is October, girly. Ugh. It's time to be I scared. I did make a, some before before I was out with COVID. I did um, make some very cute cupcakes at work with little ghosts and mummies on it, and that's about as spooky as I get. Those were cute. I did see them. But yes, this Jeffrey Dahmer thing, I'm on episode, I've watched nine of the ten episodes, so I feel like I can give it a fair review. Mm. Intense, scary, crazy that it happened. Like, I can't, oh, I can't imagine if I was like, like, I was imagining how my mom lived and like saw this on the news. Like, it would be crazy to see some shit like this on the news. I guess I don't watch the news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like I'm not often hearing about like serial killers. Right? Like, you know I, mean, I mean, and also like we live in the internet now, which is why yeah. we don't watch the news because we can like access so many different news sources online. And is it just me or am I not hearing about new serial killers? Like, Mm, yeah i don't know i just assume i feel we're just too busy talking about school shootings i was thinking that same thing too that's the terror of our time wow interesting yeah truly did some horrible horrible things and Mm um also want to just shout out episode nine of this this is on netflix the Mm -hmm. jeffrey Dahmer thing did not like the choices that the producers made in episode nine to be showing um some john wayne gacy crimes Hmm. that they did not need to show in Hmm. such exploitative detail did not like that at all Hmm. um but that goes back to us being like we don't like to watch torture which we mentioned before yeah so yeah monster jeffrey Dahmer story it's you it's hard to look away from um how would i rate it I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. It's like, you know you're watching something that you probably shouldn't in the terms of, like, I don't want to be glorifying or exploiting, like, these Mm -hmm. horrible crimes that happen. Mm -hmm. But it's also hard to look away. Mm -hmm. I do have another horror review, too. Sorry. Okay. No. I'll let you get in here. Go for it. No. Get it it out of there. Get the horror out. Because I almost forgot about this and was reminded of talking about this. But anyway, Adrian and I saw the movie Barbarian Mm -hmm. last weekend. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, so um spoiler alert, I don't know anything about this movie. That's good. Because when you watch it, you'll be so shocked. I won't watch it probably because I don't watch movies. So give me a little give me a little taste. Give me a little I'll bit. I'll give taste. you a little taste and I will tell you that this is one of the most surprising movies that you will watch. You will start to watch it and you will not ever guess what is going to happen. Oh shit. So that's like the that's what I kind of want to say, but it starts off basically, um, is this woman she shows up to her Airbnb, and she like you know goes to like let herself in. She realizes someone's already staying in that Airbnb, and mm. it's like a man, mm. and he's like, well, and she can't find another place to stay. So he's like, why don't you just come on in and like 
we'll both stay here. Wow, I would rather die than ever be in that situation. Yeah. Because obviously you're about to die. It's like, just off yourself right then. And don't deal with all the torture scenes. But when I tell you it's the most surprising you've ever been surprised in your life. Then All right. That's how. That's how. That's how it is, guys. And it's a really good movie. I would say. <laughs> I, it's solid. So I'm assuming the surprise is that they actually have a great time and form a <laughs> romance. That would be surprising. <laughs> surprise! This is a rom com. You didn't think it was by the marketing. I'm giving it a nine out of ten, Ooh. and I'm saying that the first thirty minutes for me were the scariest. Okay, but is so yeah. Is it right? How how scary is it? Like, will I actually watch this? Because you know I don't like to be spooked. I mean, it's a scary movie. Like, if you know what I mean, maybe watch it on Halloween if you're feeling festive. But is it like? Because okay, because I can do like thriller scary, but I don't like jump scares. I don't want to watch people being tortured. I don't want something like. I don't want to watch something too horrifying. Um. Well, you're not gonna like this. It's a horror. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> you're not okay. gonna. It's, there's no watching anyone get tortured. Thankfully, um. So there's not that. What there is, is some interesting, oh god, I don't want to spoil anything, but let me just say, the theme of motherhood is brought up, Ugh. and I love I love when that happens. Alright, I do love <laughs> that, but honestly, I'm like, I deal with enough horrors as it is as a mother, I don't need That's to be dramatized on the screen. No, 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 it's not really like that. Actually, when the motherhood stuff was brought up, I was kind of like, I thought it was going to go into like an infertility direction, and I started to get horrified, but it didn't, it was all... Mm-hmm not that was just my mind making leaps yeah um, yeah yeah all right well i'll watch the trailer i'll do you that solid definitely watch the trailer yeah and if you're intrigued maybe <laughs> on one halloween day. i'll watch the trailer for a couple scary <laughs> movies you've watched <laughs> and read the wikipedia summary <laughs> that is yeah that's a good idea but like i feel like we've been seeing kind of a lot of scary movies lately like we saw x we saw that was a while ago but we've mm-hmm. seen like a lot of scary movies and barbarian i feel like was the most fun of them all right well that's great yeah tick tock tick tock tick tock <gasps> emma what time is it what time is it it's time for the motherhood yeah <laughs> sorry that was the that was the COVID like that. coming through in my voice <laughs> um <laughs> okay well speaking of horrors i mean this isn't really a horror thing um but just a low rating um so i we as 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 i have stated on this podcast we co-sleep with sylvia but i have covid and steven's testing negative sylvia doesn't seem to be sick i'm trying not to get them sick so i've been wearing a mask all the time in the house and we decided i would sleep separately um which i feel like makes sense so Mm -hmm. i blew up an air mattress in another room and slept separate which actually first leads to my first positive rating in the motherhood yeah. minute which is honestly sleeping alone seven out of ten i have not yeah. slept specifically on an air mattress if i were sleeping alone in a comfortable bed that's a 10 <laughs> out of 10 baby that's i was gonna a 10 say yeah, 10. that's a 10 sleeping alone on an air mattress i woke up my back was fucked but <laughs> i woke up at six after going to bed at 9 30 and you know nice. what i didn't wake up once at night i didn't wake up a single time the last time i slept through the night without waking up at least once was before my third trimester of pregnancy because like (laughs) when i was hella pregnant i was always getting leg cramps i was always getting farty in the middle of the night like it was not comfortable to sleep i've heard heard the third trimester yeah you can't sleep um so it's been a long time and the last time i slept alone like fully alone was before the pandemic um when i would like and like and also in those times we're going and sleeping on my sister's futon when i would before i would babysit um my nephew isaac so that was like also not maybe the most comfortable it was like fine but you know it's not like being in your own home in your own bed so that honestly seven out of ten my back was fucked but i slept like a solid what is that eight and a half hours and that's crazy that's just like an incredible amount of sleep for me these days nice um but then okay so i wake up in the morning i go and like wash my hands wash my face 
put on my mask. I hear Sylvia just peeping away in the bedroom, just going, mom, 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 da, 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 zow. She does zow is the sound a lot, which I'm a big fan of. Just babbling away. And I'm like, oh, my cute baby clearly is not going to go back to sleep at 630 in the morning. I'll go in and I can take her out unless Steve even sleep longer or see if he just wants to get up. And I go in there and she immediately stops chattering and just sort of lies still chubbily. <laughs> and then like, doesn't want to be held by me and like oh, no. i'm wearing my mask so i'm like okay maybe she's weirded out by the mask but yesterday yeah. yesterday i also wore a mask all day because i was with her all day i was wearing like the same style of mask when i came in this morning so i was wearing and like so yesterday like because i woke up for work i also woke up before so she also when she woke up woke up to me coming in the room in a mask like and i wore it all day and she didn't have this reaction but this morning she woke up and like didn't want to be held by me was weird and like got upset when I tried to hold her and it was so sad it was like that was I would say I would say that was a two out of ten um I do I want to say say it was probably a little bit satisfying um for Steven and a little bit for me because it's usually the opposite and that's actually really draining to constantly have your baby only need you whenever she's upset or tired yeah um and not your partner who also cares for your baby constantly (laughs) um (laughs) just to be the person on demand all the time so actually being second um was a little bit refreshing for a moment and because it was a little bit funny but then like as it was going on for like minutes i was just like getting really fucking sad it was super sad Wow, that is super tough. It is. It's definitely the mask, though, right? Like, yeah. But I mean, that's what's weird, though, is that it wasn't that yesterday. So I don't like. I mean, it definitely was the mask, but also yeah. like, I don't know why she couldn't figure it out this morning when she figured it out yesterday. Just fine. She's a little babe. She's. I little know. Babe. She was just confused. So like when we so we got up and she was still being really clingy to Stephen and not wanting to like be around me too much. So then we did like walk far away from each other and I like took my mask mm-hmm. off and then she would like point at me and was smiling and then I put my mask back on and then she was weirded out again. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what's going on. Like you're mm. not, you have at least that ability to understand logic. Um, what we ended up doing is like basically what I think restored her belief that I am her mother and trusting <laughs> that despite me wearing a mask um, was I went and had my coffee outside in our like front stoop. So that I could, like, have my mask off and just be drinking my coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, like, ran around in the yard. And then she did do a little bit of a trip and fall. Um, and then immediately demanded to only be held by me instead of Steven because I wasn't wearing my mask. <laughs> and I did, like, put my mask on to hold her. But she had already recognized that it was me and demanding me as the mother all the time. <laughs> so I did receive my reward and a reminder (laughs) that when she is sad she will demand to be held by me irrationally always (laughs) but uh yeah it was a very sad moment steven was looking at me like when like when she like tripped and fell and then cried and was crying and wanted to be held by me steven's like you're so happy right now and i was i was really happy (laughs) i was like yes you fall you fall and come to mother Wait, this I love this story, and it reminds me of another horror movie that I actually haven't seen called like <laughs> Mommy or something, or like Mommy mm-hmm. Dearest or something, where like mm-hmm. the yeah, the mom like has her face wrapped up in like bandages, so the kids like start to think like, is it our mom? And that's like the premise. Mm. But anyway, so maybe check that out if you absolutely not. I already hate it based off of what. You yeah, just it told sounds me. really scary. It looks really really scary actually. Mm-hmm. that sounds familiar though I feel like I watched the trailer for that and I'm like hmm spooky and then I will never yeah. watch it really like I've it's a bummer to me that how much I don't like scary movies because I'm often very intrigued by them like thematically I think there's like cool stuff going on in scary movies it's like an interesting genre like every time I hear about them but I like I just can't handle it I just cannot do it I hear you I don't know why it's like a recent thing where I'm like I need I love the adrenaline rush I yeah, I mean that's thrilled. great. But yeah, you're there for the thrills and chills. It's good, exactly. Mm-hmm. And honestly, just it's also seasonal right now, and I love to be celebrating the seasons. Mm-hmm. Well, that is that's great. That's great. I'm hoping at some point that we go get pumpkins to carve, and that hopefully it's not like okay. This is like my main COVID fear. I mean, this is not my main COVID fear. My main COVID fear is, like, obviously that somebody gets very severely ill. Like, that is the main fear. A more mild fear of just the inconvenient way that COVID works is that I managed to not give 
anyone in my house COVID for 10 days. And then on the 10th day, which is like when they say you're not no mm-hmm. longer contagious, is when like Stephen or Sylvia gets COVID. Mm-hmm. And then we have to keep isolating for another 10 days. And that basically that the COVID, because there's three of us, that this COVID could theoretically last through Halloween. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to just be in, like, even if it weren't, like, a holiday and stuff going on, I just don't want to be fucking isolating and in quarantine for, like, a month. Yeah, of Which course. can totally, like, basically happened to my sister earlier this year because one of her kids didn't get, like, I think it was, like, one of her kids got COVID. Three days later, she got COVID. And then her other kid didn't get COVID for 10 days after that. <laughs> and so they were just, like, on lockdown as a household for so long. That sucks. Yeah, that would be yeah. very, very bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So cross your fingers that that doesn't happen. But if it does, say love you. You'll just have to like yeah. FaceTime me a lot, and it'll be great. Yeah, uh, we'll have our we'll have to have a FaceTime Halloween party. I still I are I've ordered craft felt to try and make Sylvia a Halloween costume. Of what? Oh, I haven't told Surprise. you yet. Wait, I think you had your ideas, but I forget. I'm going to make her into a walrus. Oh, that's, that's so the goal. Cute. I don't know how, um, but I ordered some brown craft felt, and uh, we'll take it from there. And she's so chubby like a walrus. I know. Aww. Well, she has it. So she has a little walrus stuffed animal named Walry. 10 out of 10 to Walry. We love you. Um, <laughs> and she'll carry Walry around. Walry was also named by my nephews who got it for her, which is extremely cute. And sometimes... My oldest nephew, like when I talk to him, he asks me how Walry's doing. Like that, be, he wants to know how, if Walry. Like he was like, "How's Walry doing?" And I was like, "Oh, he's good." <laughs> Sylvia loves to play with him. He's just hanging out in our living room. And he was like, "But is he happy?" <laughs> and like my heart just melted. It was the cutest thing I've ever. Heard in my life. That's really cute. Oh my god, my nephews are so good. Um, but anyways, so <laughs> she carries Walry around like a baby. Sometimes she frequently is kissing her stuffed animals and rocking them these days, which is really cute. So I was like, oh, I can make her into like the mama walrus, and then she can carry Walry around with her. That's awesome. I really like this idea. I like this plan. I can't wait to see the pics. I know. I am a little annoyed that I didn't think of. so. Her one of her other favorite stuffed animals is what we have named Man Ray, which is just a giant. It's like one of those squishable, like yeah, very round, large pillow stuffed Squish animals. Squishmallow. 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 Yes, thank you. Um, and it's a manta ray. And I was like, oh, I feel like a manta ray would have been a slightly easier costume to do for her. True. Um. So if the walrus doesn't work out, I might just try and switch it up. Um. Nice. But I don't know. We'll see. Well, it sounds really cute either way. I hope so. And I'm excited. I hope so. Um, I think we should probably wrap it up. Do you have anything you want to close with? I would like to close by saying I had a two-week period where I was obsessed with listening to the Smiths. Um, the Smiths are oh, great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Smiths are great. Uh, I think the door is closing on that period of my life where i need They're to such a good spooky season like you gotta at least yes. keep it open through october they honestly are some of their lyrics are actually like a little dark for me to be mm. enjoying but um like the I, one where he says some girls are bigger than others just over and over again <laughs> what's up with no. that song <laughs> i love that i feel like there's just a couple lyrics that are like violent where he's like i want to kick you in the teeth and it's like okay (laughs) that's so funny that that would bother you (laughs) to me i'm just i don't know there's another one where he kind of does like a domestic violence type lyric where he's like i don't know being a little scary but Mm. i love the music i love cemetery gates i love still ill that's such a good song Mm. Mm. i I love there is a light that never goes out i'm like Mm. okay so the last time i listened to this sorry i'm gonna end this in like one minute no that's fine we can go on was obviously 500 days of summer shout out yes. we, all, that's all, we all know this the smiths right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i bought their uh, debut album at around that time as a teen tried to mm-hmm. listen to it couldn't get into it i was mm-hmm. bored by it i had the uh, same experience yeah i was like oh this is all like monotone or whatever mm-hmm. now i realize the error of my ways mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. so good it's so good i love freaking uh heaven knows i'm miserable now like, mm-hmm. it's so good yeah yeah i was looking for a job and then i found a job mm-hmm. and heaven knows i'm miserable now that's yeah that's a powerful statement that that's i think of frequently 
I feel like I, as far as like songs that I think about at work frequently, I think about that lyric by the Smiths and I think of just like, a, I don't even remember what song it is. There's a Ty Siegel song where he just says, ask your boss man for a raise. And I just sing that to myself constantly while I'm at work. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah, dude, I love the Smiths. I love the, um, I love the yelping that he does in his songs. You know what he I mean? He has a beautiful voice. Wait, do, do the yelping. Where he goes like, uh, you know, all the time. Huh. Like in hand and glove. He does a lot of like, ah, kind of things. Yeah, yeah. And I love that. Like at first I was like, this is fucking weird. And then I was like, no, this is really good. I would say that Morrissey is really fucking annoying. It seems like as a person. He has some really bad quotes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a problem. He's a problematic character, we yeah. can say. But, um... But the Smiths are still are still banging, still love their music. I know. Wish I could see them. Adrian was saying that we should go see like a Smiths cover band. Ooh. And I was also like, Adrian, you should teach me how to play the Smiths on guitar. And he was pointing <gasps> out that it's actually really hard to play Smith songs on guitar. Like oh. apparently Johnny Morrow, like the guitarist, like tuned everything super weird and and made it hard to play. Interesting. So, if anyone wants to teach me how to play the Smiths on guitar, hit me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or recommend like a song to start with. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it has to be one of the hits because that's the other thing is I haven't really dived that deep. I'm more yeah. just in the hits. Realm. I'm definitely not a deep diver in the Smiths. Yeah, but it is or great. Maybe. It's great for when you're feeling sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Some days it's just like you got to listen to the Smiths. You got to listen to the Cure and just like get in touch with your 80s sad boy. And why did the 80s have such good music? This is the thing, too, because, mm. like, I think the term 80s music, I'm thinking, like, annoying techno sounds. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, actually so much good music from the 80s. Yeah, I actually, I feel like I had that realization some years ago of, I don't know. I mean, yeah, because I feel like as a teen, without really knowing anything, I was just, like, because of this is, like, a cool thing that a cool teen would say is just be, like, I wish I was born in the 60s. The <laughs> 60s just had the best music. The 60s was an incredible time. Like, you you, like you know what I'm Beatles. saying. It's a very, it's a very, like, teen thing to say of being, yeah. like, I kind of want to be hippie. Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, I mean, Woodstock, blah, 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 blah. Also, like, um, our parents were literally born in the 60s. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But, um, but anyways, I feel like that was a common thing. And then when I worked at Whole Foods and had to listen to store radio all day, every fucking day I was there, I learned to love 80s music. The 80s music stations were the best stations, even the pop ones. And I don't love 80s pop, but I have mm. co- I have come to love 80s pop through Stockholm Syndrome working at Whole Foods. They played a lot of that. But I also came to realize that like New Wave is so fun new wave is so fun and just like yeah so much other 80s music is really really solid absolutely talking heads david Byrne. also sorry did i forgot i forgot to tell you on the pod that i thought i saw i thought i walked by david Byrne one night a couple <gasps> weeks ago and i got absolutely the most thrilled in my life he was he was walking a bicycle and we know david Byrne bikes around manhattan and so mm-hmm. that was my evidence and I looked at his face. I thought I had about one second to process. And I thought it was David Byrne. And maybe it was. Maybe wow. it was. That's incredible. I didn't, I didn't know that you were a big David Byrne fan. Ever since watching the fucking Netflix recording of the Broadway show that he did like last year. Mm-hmm. Or like in 2020 is when I watched it. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Um, this sounds vaguely familiar. David Byrne, like talking heads, like mm-hmm. musical on Broadway. Mm. so good i never saw it live sadly i only saw the netflix but everybody should definitely watch that watch that netflix he his music it made me love his music yeah dude i don't i don't know about david byrne solo but talking heads huge fan had a huge talking heads phase in college and you were ahead of the time because you knew it and i was just like burning down the house i was like i heard it too many times i couldn't Mm. psycho killer i couldn't Qu'est-ce que c'est? <laughs> but, but so he plays both um, Talking Heads songs and his own songs in the show, and they're all really, really good. Interesting. Very good. Yeah, Talking Heads for me is like probably uh, like a nine out of ten band. I do I do love Talking Heads. But yeah, my dad had, um, had a tape of uh, Stop Making Sense when I was mm. growing up, and so we used to listen to that. It reminds me a lot of Road Trippin' Out. 
to go river rafting. Wait, it was and talking watch... heads on one side, the eagles on the other side. I love that. Wait, did you watch the video of his like concerts where he does in like the big suit? Yeah, we watched Stop Making Amazing. Sense. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Extremely good. Extremely good. Okay. Stop Making Sense is incredible. And I think I, I really prefer the live versions of all of those songs to their um like studio versions. Wow. You're just like Adrian with Bjork. <sighs> Have you listened to the new Bjork album? I know we're like going on. I feel like this is Sorry, no, we should stop. I know we should stop. <laughs> we should stop, but no, I haven't listened. Have you? Um I've listened to parts of it because Steven was playing it and I could not get on board. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I only want the hits, Bjork. I don't want to listen to the whole the whole shebang. Yeah, I feel like she's really into not singing a melody, like a catchy melody, <laughs> or yeah. like not having a hook in any of her music. And I just, I need it. I need something to hold on to. I do too. I absolutely do. Mm-hmm. But whatever. All right. Well, I, I guess we call it there on just like a series of music reviews. Listeners, yeah. what, do you, what do you think? Who's What's your favorite 80s band? Should that be our question? Yeah. What's your favorite Talking Heads song? What's your favorite, yeah, any of that? Any of that. Any Scary of that. Movie. Let us know. <laughs> <Okay>. Let us know. <laughs> All right, dude. Have a really good day. You My think 10 you need co host. Everybody write us a review on Apple Pod because I obsessively check. Mm-hmm. Uh- <laughs> Very good. As you should. As you should. And you're great. I hope you recover quickly. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we'll we'll find out. We'll find out next week. Stay tuned, Ooh. listeners, to hear if I've just like Yeah. Yeah, no one no one knows what'll happen to old Franny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, bye. Bye.